Paddle Ready Broadcast, believing what it says. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Battle Ready. We are in Revelation chapter 13. I think tonight we might actually get to finish it up. We have This is our third week we've been here, but we're glad you joined us. Get your Bibles out. <clears throat> read with us. Let's get started. We're in Revelation chapter 13. I think we left off at verse 11, so we're going to finish up that, maybe get into 14 a little bit. So go ahead and lead us in while I hook up so we can hear our people making comments. So I have a friend named Todd who grew up away from here. He's a northerner. <laughs> and he, um, his best friends were from Thailand. They had a Thai restaurant near his house. When, when he married my cousin, uh, I decided to do something really nice, and I was going to make him Thai food. Oh, dear okay. <laughs> So I, I know nothing about what I'm doing, nothing at all. I just go pick up restaurants, anything that would say uh, restaurants, uh, ingredients, anything that said anything remotely connected to Thai found a basic recipe started cooking I took it to him and it was the most disappointing glob together rice paste noodle nastiness you've ever seen and he I hadn't known him very long at that point he was very gracious but of course he didn't eat very much of it because that's not what Thai food was right years later now we go adventure eating Kate my sister and Tanya and I we go on adventures and we get into this downtown part of uh, Charleston West Virginia and we're just like exploring to see there's a bunch of little independent restaurants interesting things and we go into a restaurant down there and they've got Thai food and they've got the rice noodles and they've got the soup that's so delicious and all these things and I'm tasting what Todd meant when he said Thai food <laughs> compared to the awfulness that I presented him when I first it was like it's a wonder we're still friends <laughs> so as we get into the end of chapter 13 there's the there's there's an unholy trinity and there's a trinity mm -hmm. there's a lamb and a lamb and there's a big difference there's no comparison between the two what I made for him was disgusting <laughs> right it may have looked similar and had similar things in it but everything about it was wrong, right? Mm -hmm. And and the authentic, real thing is undeniable mm -hmm. when you see it. And that's we've, why these two characteristics are together. we've talked about together. this so much in the last few chapters about how <clears throat> when you pull off the mask of what's going on, what you really have and what you think you have are two different things. Yeah. So that's all the more reason again. And we always pray before we start this um, training to, or this discussion, not really training, um, just that we say the right thing that we do the right thing that we don't try to make something what it's right. not that we don't we just want to take it as what it says believe mm -hmm. what it says right well the reason i, I said and that we, is because to understand some of what we're talking about today mm -hmm. you have to have a concept and understanding of what the trinity is mm -hmm. which is impossible for me to explain to you that's true it's impossible that's for me exactly to explain right. to you because it's beyond my comprehension god's ways are higher than my ways he's he's much higher than i can ever even begin to explain to you but when we talk about the trinity we're talking about the father and the son and the holy ghost and the fact that they are in fact one they're not no part of the trinity is diminutive to the other parts they're they're equal and, and, and the same, and it's hard, and it's and one, one of those mysteries that three. we can't explain. And people, right? will, people will use ice. Yeah, they'll use pretzels. <laughs> they'll use um, just so many different ways to illustrate it, and they all give you something of it. 
but they can't really But it's not it. really the Trinity. The and Trinity then, is more than what we can explain. And then when you know that Satan is a deceiver, and we've said that. I guess the reason I started that that piece of the conversation was as Christians, as believers, as people who are studying the Word of God, we have to know who the real Lamb is. We have to have that personal relationship to know who He is, because the attempt will be to convince you. Sometimes you can see things with your own eyes, and that's not what happened. Right, and you have to know what God says, and knowing that Satan is a liar, and mm-hmm. that he has always thought he could be the same as God, his Trinity is going to be all lies, but Resemble. crafty. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, we said before, every good lie has some truth in mm-hmm. it. So you have to. I don't know, as we get into now, we're getting into this place, and still through this all, God is still t- calling people, letting them know that they can repent. He's still, you know, what about this? We haven't mm-hmm. gotten to the the bowls yet. We've got those final He's not taking away yet. the free will of mankind. They still can decide. Mm-hmm. but Which I know everybody hates that that's a Calvinist, but he is not taking away their ability to choose who they're going to follow, who they're going to listen to. Right. And we, that's another thing we don't understand. We think either God is sovereign or man has free will. We talked about this before. You don't understand how this works because you're not God. He, mm-hmm. he allows both. He allows your and free will are, and he is sovereign. And there is mystery. And he, do, he doesn't let off of either one for a second. They are simultaneously and true. this is where it's faith, right? right? This is where you have to have faith. The, I heard a missionary just recently talking about the Trinity. And he said, you know, he's a missionary in places where if he gets caught sharing the gospel, he will be beheaded. He's in Muslim regions and he's he's there sharing the gospel. And he said, the biggest obstacle that people from the Middle East have when you tell them about Jesus is, is the Lord our God is one God. It goes back, they have the Old Testament just like we do. And they say, God can't be three. He can't have a son. But he said, if I can explain to them the best way I can explain that Jesus is not God Jr., mm-hmm. that he is God. Mm-hmm. Every bit of, he, the, it is one God, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are one God. Mm-hmm. He said, then I, they come to Jesus in droves. He said, and, and they go back prepared to explain that in their own country in a better way than what they've been told mm-hmm. is wrong, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, and when we, we say there's a Trinity, I just want to say this before we even start reading. So the Trinity, I said, is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Well, the unholy Trinity mm-hmm. is Satan, the beast, and the prophet. The false prophet. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Satan is like God the Father. He's the invisible one he's the in one, this situation. And, he's, and I'm going to take the... He's the, the behind the scenes. He's the guy who wants to be worshipped. He's the guy But who, behind the scenes. Mm-hmm, not, right? not visible to not us. Not because anyway. he has it. And mm-hmm. then you have the beast who is that... That charismatic, mm-hmm. powerful, Deceiver. dynamic. Mm-hmm. You know, but he's not going to be he, like people wanted Jesus Christ to be. But they right, right. Mm-hmm. He yes. will be the true leader. He and I shouldn't say he will, but he always has been. But he'll reveal himself as what he is mm-hmm. in that way. But this is the fake one. And then you have this false prophet. What's interesting about this, it says, you know, like after the beast, there's another beast. That's what he's called, another and that's beast. Where we're, and that's where you are. And it describes him lamb-like. Mm-hmm. So what do you mean by lamb-like? He's gentle. 
He's he's not threatening in any way. He's and he peaceful. speaks of the beast. Remember what the he Holy speaks, Spirit does. The Holy Spirit speaks always speaks the, of Christ, mm-hmm. right? Right. And and this little beast or, or so. Let's read about that because it's little, like the this one. little this beast an that comes out of the Trinity. Lord. It is, and uh, and I like that because mm-hmm. because the prophets. So in studying this, like when Elijah calls fire down, he's he's doing what the prophets did, but he's. He's doing it to promote the beast, whereas sure. the Holy Spirit is promoting Christ. Remember, Jesus mm-hmm. said he's not going to talk about himself. He's going to talk about me. Right. So let's go to chapter 13, verse 11. Um, and I beheld, this is John again speaking, and I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spoke as a dragon. Now, I'm going to stop there for just a second, because when the beast, the first beast comes up, he comes up out of the sea, right? Mm -hmm. Out of the tumultuous stuff that's going on and to Mm -hmm. solve the problems of the world. And I said, and and it doesn't have to be accepted, the Mediterranean Sea, Mm -hmm. Europe. Yeah. In the middle, like that that same regional mm-hmm. power, and there are some commentators that I've looked. But it doesn't at. have to be that. No, well, that's one and interpretation. There, and, there, and there are some commentators that said that this beast coming up out of the earth, coming mm-hmm. up out of the land, implies the from the word that's used that it's talking about from the land of Israel coming mm-hmm. up out of Israel for this. Now, whether that's true or not, I don't. I I'm just going to take it at what it says. We don't know, but but and, it is and a we good thought. It's a thought yeah. to think about yeah. because. A lot of people feel like that this false prophet will come out of Israel. I don't know if that's true, but it doesn't say that. It says, And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon. Now, I do watch Adrian Rogers, and I do love his series on the triumph of the lamb. Mm -hmm. But I think it was so funny when he said, A lamb doesn't have horns, right? So he's got horns and he's got dragon breath. Well, I mean, lambs <laughs> are going to have horns. They get those little... Mm-hmm. Uh, lambs, as a rule, don't have horns. Mm-hmm. But then they have drag. But he speaks as a dragon. So again, I'm thinking... Now, I'm just thinking mm-hmm. that there are things that you will see. We don't. We do this now. Things that we think we understand. But then something isn't write about it it's mm-hmm. off mm-hmm. and and i think this is kind of where this this beast out of the earth kind of does because he's kind of like a lamb he's a lamb he is a lamb it says he's like a lamb like not a literal lamb lamb like in his presentation he's gentle and you would he's expect probably him, soft-spoken you would expect he's him to be the the person who's going to promote this and this the lamb Antichrist. also gives you this this sacrificial idea that he is religious mm-hmm. right he, he, there it is. he is he is to. a false religion right mm-hmm. promoter that's who this person he is, is a he's, he's a promoter of a false but religion. his but his words are, are the from dragon. the dragon yeah so we live in a society where it's you've got to pay attention right you've got to pay attention Mm -hmm. to what people say as well as what they do here's the thing this is where it gets really like you talk about all the revealing of christ that's come Mm -hmm. through revelation who if you know who christ really is then identifying the fakes is no problem right right yes but we've been talking all along about how he's a very good imitator and people will fall for it i don't know how to put this into words (laughs) <laughs> okay he's got he's he's in appearance gentle 
Because maybe we we know that the the beast was wounded. Mm-hmm. The beast is somehow miraculously restored. Mm-hmm. He's hit, killed, or he's hit. There's he a dies statue from a sword, or some right? kind of creation of that the beast mm-hmm. that this guy is going to say, just like the Holy Spirit says to worship Jesus, this guy is going to say, yeah. worship the beast, whether it's the ideas of the beast or the mm-hmm. philosophy of the beast mm-hmm. or whatever it's going to be. Mm-hmm. This this little promoter, this little mm-hmm. this person that's going to make you feel like. Well, and this is what it says. So maybe the next verses will help you. Help it out. Verse 12, and it says, And he exercises, this beast that comes out of the earth, exercises all the power of the first beast Mm -hmm. before him and causes the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. And he does great wonders so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. The things that he does, okay, are patterned after things it, that were they, already they done. They definitely are. So you can't even trust. So you mentioned Elijah before. I wrote a bunch of stuff I don't have. But Elijah calls fire from heaven. He says, this is going to show who the real God is. Well, this false prophet, like you said, not is going to do the same thing. Not only that, though. Yes, he did that with He's going to call Baal, down fire. Right? So, But remember the 50. It's not even at this point. What I'm trying to say, this revealing of Jesus, this weeding away of your illusions. Mm-hmm. You can't even go on what he does. No. No, no, no. Because remember because what there is something does? more important. And, and I really want to talk about this before we go up further. There's something... So I've been reading the Gospels. We're back in Matthew. The kids and I at home. And we're watching Jesus go through these miracles. And we had it last week in Sunday school class. Right? And Mm -hmm. and, and the healings and the things that Jesus does. Mm -hmm. And and we got stuck on the fact that he goes to blind people, Jesus does. And he says, what would you like me to do? Mm-hmm. And he goes to lepers and say, what, you need? what, what, would mm-hmm. you, what would you like me to do unto you? And we're like, Jesus isn't dumb. Mm-hmm. Jesus he knows, knows he's that. blind and he knows he's a leper. So why is Jesus walking up and saying, what would you like me to do? Because there's something you need more than your sight. And there's something you need more than clean skin. There's something you need more than healing or even being raised from the dead. Mm-hmm. You, you have a greater need. So even at this point, when Christ, we're, the revelation of Jesus Christ... God is showing mankind and heaven as a witness as well that it's it's way more than what you're even able to do miraculously mm-hmm. that proves you are who you said you're going because mm-hmm. Jesus didn't come to do miracles he did he miracles he said, to get to do what he came to do right mm-hmm, right he came to restore a relationship with God the Father for all eternity for mm-hmm. everyone who would believe he is the Son of God mm-hmm. the miracles he's asking because you could have said save my soul Mm-hmm. Restore mm-hmm. me to the Father. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to get to heaven. What do I do after I die? Mm-hmm. Right? Because all these people he healed were going to die. Mm-hmm. Now, this when the beast, the mini beast, <laughs> recreates these miracles. The false prophet. The false prophet. All the people are going to be like, this is everything we've See, ever wanted. Not only is it everything we ever wanted. Because we think we need to be healed of our blindness and healed of our leprosy and healed of our trouble. But he can't offer you eternal life. Mm-hmm. Jesus only. He's, he's switching off eternal He's life. trying to get you to worship Satan. That's his whole purpose. But remember what Elijah did. Yeah. So think about that. So yes, he showed who the real God was by calling down the fire. But mm-hmm. don't forget that when those 50s, those guys by 50s show up, what's he say? If I be a prophet of God, then let fire consume this. If I be a prophet of God, let this happen. Mm-hmm. So... The, Not in his own power. Well, what, 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 what Elijah was saying is, if I'm a prophet, 
Uh Let this happen. Well, this guy, again, Satan is coming along doing the same kind of things to imitate what some people would know, Mm -hmm. but maybe not understand. And that's not new. No, it's, it's not. Okay, so that's not new. So what happened in Egypt? Mm-hmm. What happened when Moses and Aaron walked before Pharaoh? Exactly. And God, and I'm just like, exactly. every time I read this, I think I could put myself, I can imagine what it would be like to be Moses standing there. Mm-hmm. You already feel. Yes. So I'm insecure no in that spot, yes. right? And then God tells you to throw down your staff, and the staff turns into a snake, and you're like, okay, okay. good mm-hmm. job, Lord. But then they throw right? down their staff. And then stuff. they do the same thing. The priests of Pharaoh do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And Moses. But then the seriously, but then the like God, you didn't give me enough, mm-hmm. right? You know they can and, do it too. And then you look around, and what happens? Right, the his his snake eats Moses up all the other snake, snake devours right? the rest of. But it, it, it's but it once again Satan saying, I can, "I can do a trick like that too. I have mm-hmm. some power, some authority." But he doesn't have all power and all authority, mm-hmm. and that's the same thing happening here. Once mm-hmm. again, yes, I think we've it got is. Pharaoh's magicians and their parlor tricks. Mm-hmm. But do you remember when they could no longer copy it? When it was turning lice into life, because or turning destined to because life. those priests were so infected with the lice and the boils and the pain that they had no power to do anything. And and Hebrews addresses that. It says, "Listen, we don't have a high priest like a man high priest, mm-hmm. right? Because that high priest is also a sinner. Mm-hmm. He's got to offer a sacrifice for, for himself. himself. He's got to yes. pay for his own mm-hmm. sins before he can do anything mm-hmm. to help you. And only what he does that is what God mm-hmm. allows him to do. Mm-hmm. But you've got a high priest." Forever in the heavens, like mm-hmm. the perfect. He does, he's sinless. He's righteous. He's holy. So whatever he tries to do is such a cheap imitation. Mm-hmm. But it works of what we have. It, it, works. it works because people like their immediate need met answered. Mm-hmm. You know what? Uh, I heard this on another podcast. I'm, I'm stealing from them. I'm sorry, but this this was on the Unashamed podcast. If anybody ever looks like that, but they were talking about hopelessness. Mm-hmm. I think the I number this. one thing right now is hopelessness in America. What causes hopelessness? Mm-hmm. And the number one thing is thinking that you're alone mm-hmm. and powerless. You know, they they give a whole list of things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what? It, and I don't even know if this goes here. So forgive me. But that's all right. But when the Bible says, "Forsake not the assembling of yourselves together," that's an imperative voice, an imperative mm-hmm. mood. Mm-hmm. And what that means is that is a command, just like "Thou shalt not kill." Mm-hmm. Forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. It's an Said order. in the same tone. Right? Mm-hmm. This is what it is. And that means you're supposed to meet together with believers in common. Mm-hmm. You know, we call that church. Mm-hmm. We are church, but mm-hmm. we call that meeting together church. Mm-hmm. And the purpose right? of that is? Why would God have to command that? Because we're heathens and we'd rather not do that. Not only that. <laughs> we like being We're alone. not designed to be alone. Mm-mm. No. And when we're alone, we get hopeless. Mm-hmm. And when you're hopeless... You don't want to be around anybody. Mm-hmm. Like you, and you isolate yourself, and then all of a sudden, what you need to fix what's wrong, you can't. You get can't to. get to. Mm-mm. God says, "Do you have to? Do you have to agree with me about this? Do you have to understand why I'm saying it? No, don't forsake assembling yourself together, mm-hmm. because that's where your strength is. And to get, mm-hmm. and I'm jumping way ahead, and now, I don't mean to, but the in the next part, our, he's the joy of mark. the Lord is your strength. And sometimes that we we don't realize that that if if you don't have 
someone I mean how many times do I call you and I don't mean to sh- I don't mean to share this like it's any kind of a big mm-hmm. deal but how many times do I call you and say I just saw this and I'm not sure that this what it really means mm-hmm. because there is power in his name there is power in his spirit there is power in when you do what he tells you to do our other Bible studies in the book of Acts yep and and all the time, God is sending an angel to this guy and an angel to this guy to get these two guys together. You think, cut out the middleman. Angel, just tell him what you want. Angel, tell him what you want. What does God do? You need each other. Mm-hmm. The gospel Paul and Ananias, through, you need each other. Peter and Cornelius, you, you need, need each, each other. other. Mm-hmm. Wherever these churches met, you need to be together in unity. God's not kidding when he says, don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together. This is a command that gives you strength. And I guess the reason I'm jumping ahead and we'll get to it, I'm not gonna talk about it all now, but God puts a mark mm-hmm. in the forehead of his believers during this time. This great, this beast, this lamb-like gentle beast, is gonna introduce this system where if you don't take the mark of the beast, you're not gonna be able to buy food. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna be able to to have anything that you need to survive. You're gonna die. You're gonna be murdered. Or you're gonna be murdered, yeah. For your faith. And God also marks his people. And I thought, no, but the thought that went through my head on the way here is, why does God have to mark his, he knows who they are. He knows them to the, mer- it isn't for him, it's, it's for, for us. us. Mm-hmm. So it's just like right now, I need to be able to identify who my brothers and sisters are. I need to meet with them mm-hmm. and be strengthened by them and encouraged by them. Satan's best and most effective tool in a family or a church is division. Mm-hmm. And he'll think he, of a reason to separate you and why you shouldn't have anything to do with them because you know they don't treat you right they don't respect you they don't say the right thing listen you need each other mm-hmm. flaws and, and all. all absolutely and the flaws are what grow us and how he changes us and how he he makes us better you know i don't know how to explain that but that I, that's so, really been that on my is heart so is that and I and I've talked to several people. You need who the get ones so that get on your nerves in your family. You absolutely. need absolutely. You do. In, and in you your do. church, you do. You do absolutely. You do need that. And if we, what happens? And I think Satan has done a really good job. He's and the author of division. That's the what he does. Has done has allowed him to do this. If yeah. I get offended, I just run and I go somewhere else. Yeah, because I don't and like because I'm not so. going to fix it. I'm just going to go over there. I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to fool with that. I'm not. It's. I'm unhappy, so I'm going to go. If you are in a Bible-believing church, then you've got to learn how to handle people's flaws because you've got flaws too. And, it, and it's because we strengthen one another. We do. Iron And during this iron, time right? where this is like the most drastic separation, mm-hmm. you know, again, I'm jumping all over the place and I'm sorry, but we're reading in Matthew right now and he talks about the, the parable of the tares. Mm-hmm. The enemy comes and sows the tares, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Which are bad, wild, wicked weeds that are sown into his neighbor's crop so that when we go to harvest, I'll have a crop and you won't, Mm -hmm. right? That's what Satan does. Because the the corn can't grow if the ground's being combated. And the workers come to the master of the field and they say, should we go in there and pick all these tares out? He said, no, because when you go in there to pick those out, you're going to trample the wheat and we won't have a crop at all. Mm -hmm. So you let them grow together and then then at the right time, I'll separate it. When we when we harvest this field, we'll put the wheat over here and we'll put the tares over here and 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 the tares will burn up. This is literally where we're at. Mm-hmm. Because this at this point in the book of Revelation, this this midpoint as mm-hmm. we kind of are yeah. in the great tribulation period, God is saying, "Are you going to take the mark of the beast?" Or are you going to go with me? Or are you going to have my mark and maybe and die? And this is literally die. Because in chapter 14, we see him with a sickle. 
Mm-hmm. He's harvesting his field. What's he telling us, Matthew? Mm-hmm. He's telling us, it, it's my field. And isn't it funny, no matter where field. you're studying, everything yeah. works together when you start to see it. And I'm going to separate mm-hmm. out the wheat from the mm-hmm. tares. I'm going to separate. And it's it's going to be he, a very clear, and you won't, here's the thing, is like people think they don't have to make a choice. They Not making make a, a choice. choice is making a choice. choice. Yeah. We've, right? We not say making that, a choice is You say that in business, but that works in church, too. You don't know what you don't know, mm-hmm. and when you don't make a choice, you've made the choice. Mm-hmm. You, you can't get by You can't avoid say, it because mm-hmm. it's unavoidable, mm-hmm. and it's very visually unavoidable mm-hmm. when we get to chapter 14. And, and I think as you read this and you start thinking that way, think along those lines, you can see where in your everyday life there's places. You think... You can be quiet. Je- I, here we go. In my Bible reading, I'm in <laughs> Jeremiah. And Jeremiah gets to this place where this other prophet, this false prophet, comes to him. And he just gives him down the road because what Jeremiah is saying is not what they want to hear. And Je- Jeremiah goes, I tried to be quiet. Mm-hmm. He but said, I, I said to myself, I'm not going to say another word. But, but he said, yet it was like there was a fire, fire shut up belly. in my bones. Mm-hmm. There was no way I could be quiet. And I think Christians who are listening to me, You've got the same fire. You've got the same Holy Spirit inside of you that filled Jeremiah with the words that he had to speak that people did not want to hear. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna, you may think, well, I'm just gonna be quiet about it. I'm just not gonna say anything, and I'm gonna let people do what they want to do. I don't want to interfere or, or look overbearing. You're not gonna be able to. You've got to do what you're supposed to do, right? Because the fire is not gonna stop burning. And, it's and I don't. I think everybody kind of thinks of that fire. I'm talking so fast. I'm sorry. You're not talking so fast. You're fine. Like it's a pleasant thing. I'm not sure it was pleasant for Jeremiah. He was like, I've got to let this out. Mm -hmm. The pressure of pretending I don't know what I know is too much. It's too much. I agree with that. Right? This Mm -hmm. is an unpleasant thing. And don't forget, we're supposed to be the light. That doesn't Mm -hmm. mean we're a happy light. Sometimes you're shining light on darkness that's not happy to see that light. I wrote this in a Sunday school lesson, but I remember scouring my entire house. Because I had people coming over, and this hasn't been lately, because my house is a mess. But scouring my entire, I cleaned blinds, I vacuumed in all the cracks of the couch, <laughs> you know, cleaned under all the furniture, because I had a bunch of people. You know how you do? And I came downstairs the morning they were supposed to get there, like they were literally driving up the road, and the sunlight is beaming in on my stove, and it looked disgusting i mean there was like grease in that bottom thing and dust all over the front there's something growing out of this i don't know but it was like when that light hit it it was like good night they can't come in here you know? but that is the light the light of christ reveals what is not right it shows that it won't let it hide anywhere like you, there's a reason so, in the restaurants the lights are down there's reasons they don't want you to see. That's true. I don't like that idea, but that's true. Because it, it, it's a lot to deal with, the truth. So what? Right? So, so, so let me jump over to the other okay. side of Okay, sorry. So if we are supposed to love our neighbor as ourself, we're supposed to love the Lord God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, love our neighbor as ourself. Why do we back away from showing them the truth? Because if we don't show them the truth... Where are they going to end up? Mm-mm. They're going to end up with this stuff, with mm-hmm. these things that they are wrong, and they're not going. They're going to be separated eternally. We we have to grow some backbone, or we have to. I don't know. I don't know what the right phrase yeah. is, but if we truly, if we like to tout, pat ourselves on the back and say that we love our neighbor, then we better be letting God use us and you to show them. It. 
right? You be can't that help light, help even it if, if you're chasing painful. after him. I don't think first. it should be rude and nasty to people. I don't think that's ever in the Mm-mm. equation at all. But I can't not say what I know to be right. How are they going to know the truth if nobody ever tells them? Mm-hmm. And I didn't think that was so possible. I really didn't. I'm an older person, and I thought everybody knew like I know, and everybody does things like I do, and they don't. We, I have met several people recently who have no idea. Twenty percent who are characters in the Bible that I thought everybody knew, but they don't. Because twenty percent of this is the new poll that came out this week. Twenty percent of people living in America actually believe that the Bible is true. Twenty percent. That's not. That's not good. There's a lot more people that claim to be Christians. They just think it's man's interpretation. Twenty percent believe it's authority that they should live their life by. So if you think that people don't need to know about Jesus and don't need to know what He's done in your life, don't need to. You need to get after it. And that shouldn't be a startling statistic to me. It hurts my heart, hurts my stomach. But the Bible says that broad is the way, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That leads to destruction. It says yeah. narrow is the way. Mm-hmm. The least so, eternal life. And that shouldn't shock me that the majority of the people don't believe what God has to say. And we should But be, that means that the, the minority of you that do know, and you know personally who Christ is because He's changed your life, you need to open your mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you need to be the light of the and world you need that God's to live you to be. That light. You need yeah. to be that. It should be every part of your you existence. You don't act like it, you are it. Right. We don't want actors. We don't right. have that. So the beast, verse 12, he exercises all the power of the first beast, this new prophet, this yeah. guy. We've got to finish up with no, That's right. <laughs> this guy that comes up and is, is promoting the beast, mm-hmm. right? He's exercising all the power of the first beast. And he causes the earth and them that dwell therein to worship the first beast. And it always comes back to say whose deadly wound was healed. So mm-hmm. that's a clue a that we thing. need to pay attention to. We may not mm-hmm. know exactly what that is. Mm-hmm. It says somewhere it was by the sword, but we need to pay attention to that because those are the little things that mm-hmm. should come to our mind when we're talking about it. And verse 13, and he says, and, and John says, and he doth great wonders so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. We already talked about that a little bit. Trying to prove who he is. Look at me. See, I can do this. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. And verse 14, And deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast. Mm-hmm. I think that's interesting. He has to do them in the sight of the beast. Why? Because the beast is giving him the power. Mm-hmm. Satan is giving him the power. Saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast which had the wound by a sword and did live. Now, I just I just want to say this real quick. Don't you think it's interesting that the kings of the early, you know, the Babylonian kings, the Medes, they always wanted to make a statue and have people play music and worship the beast. Because that's know, what this is. Because this is what, right. I mean, but isn't that that's interesting? That's what they were doing, not knowing what they were doing. But isn't that interesting yeah. that you, when it's you start... New. When you start to when you start, when <laughs> you read new. something like that in scripture, and you can go back and find a, a similar story in the Old Testament or the New Testament, it's interesting to me that we talked about how the how Satan and the beast. We talked about the beast's family heritage. We talked about it being the kingdoms of the world and the Babylonians, mm-hmm. and the, and then here he is doing exactly the same mm-hmm. thing again. And verse fifteen, and he gave pa- he I'm sorry, and he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the things of the beast should both speak, the image minute, of the beast. At, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. 
Mm-hmm. Now, so remember the three Hebrew children? Remember when you hear the music, fall down and worship. That's if you don't do. worship, we're going to cast you into a burning, fiery furnace. That's what this is. That was the, the first ripple. Now we're at the largest one. Mm-hmm. And he's saying somehow either through technology or through the power of Satan, just satanic power itself, this image is able to speak. And all people are to worship this image. Their worship is, you can't worship God. Mm-hmm. You have to worship this world leader, this power mm-hmm. that's able to defeat death. We talked about that last time. By some technological, scientific, pure power of Satan way, he's able to come back from a deadly head wound. And he's like, we've solved the, we've solved the problem of death. You need to worship this beast. You need to, to do the, this is, how, this is where your answer is. Isn't this funny? Think about this too. And the thought, I haven't thought it out well so if I say something inappropriately tell me but isn't it funny that Satan has to force you to worship the beast he forces you through intimidation and fear and Christ says it's your choice, it's your choice. you can what do you want to do mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. sort of what you started with mm-hmm. verse 16 and he being the, the false prophet caused all both small and great rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell save he save except he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. And then it says, Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred three score and six. He said a lot of people say and, and please don't be offended by what I say. We're just for all friends here talking about the Bible. Mm-hmm. That people say when the COVID vaccine came out, do you think that's the mark of the beast? Mm-hmm. I said no. No. <laughs> no. Do you think, you know, this electronic device, do you think the Apple Watch is the mark? Of, you know, because it's mm-hmm. going to be on my right hand or it's going to mm-hmm. be, you know, just different questions like that. I'm like, this is not something you're tricked into doing. Mm-mm. This is exactly the situation that the, the three Hebrew children were in. Mm-hmm. You will choose this or you will choose death. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very obviously a sign of loyalty to this government. What I think is interesting about this and what is kind of eerie even in the times we live, because remember, the spirit of Antichrist has been with us all along. Mm-hmm. The ultimate Antichrist may not be here on the scene yet, but the spirit of Antichrist is still here, is that what they figured out, the beast and the, and the false prophet, is that economic power is more important than political power. Mm-hmm. So for most of human history, right, mm-hmm. the, the kings and the monarchies and, and the empires were where it was at, to mm-hmm. have control over mm-hmm. people by force, by military power, military rule, mm-hmm. right? But he's figured out that money is more powerful than that. There, there was, I can't remember, and I wish I had this quote in front of me, but there was a recent... Uh, one of the tech guys stood before Congress about a year ago, and he said, you don't even realize, like, the things you're trying to ask me about and regulate, we are so beyond your ability to control, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, there's nothing you can do with your regulation, your political power to regulate what we're already doing across the globe. Like, you don't, they don't even know what they're talking about. That's the sad part. Don't be afraid by that. But a lot of people in Congress don't even realize economically 
the changes that are happening in the world right now and the things that are developing and on the horizon of developing and how, how this great economic power, if it's centralized in one place, could truly rule the entire globe and be entire. Mm. And he figures out that the way to get everybody to worship this beast is it's connected to your money. Mm-hmm. You don't have any access to your money or the ability to eat or feed your family or get medicine or clothing or shelter if you won't do this thing. You'll get all those things with that mark. Mm-hmm. Right? Whether it's a guarantee. So the way it'll be sold is you show this loyalty, all your worries about providing for yourself are gone. Mm-hmm. Right? Just show your loyalty to this great economic entity. This, Which isn't that, this what, beast. isn't that what said? Sing when the music plays. Right? When the music plays, you have to, you have to bow down you to this to beast. Mm-hmm. But, but they've realized something that we're realizing as a culture right now, maybe in the beginning stage, maybe not, mm-hmm. that money's where it's at. Right? If you can get people to realize that they can have all their needs met, and they'll do, do what you want them to do. Mm-hmm. Right, but there not everybody's going to take the mark of the beast. No, there there are some that we're going to say no matter what. If we have to, and they will, and they if will we die. have to die, we're not taking that mark. But it's mm-hmm. not going to be something that sneaks up on you. Mm-hmm. It's going to be something that you very obviously choose. Now, are those kind of things getting us ready for that kind of submission and obedience? Maybe, maybe. Is that why scripture that's not has what so it many is. examples of that in there in the lion's den? And right. All that I, mean, stuff. That, I mean, that's that always gotten us there? ready for what well, you either do or die. You know, mm-hmm. you have to mm-hmm. be loyal to this or whatever. Say this or mm-hmm. you're thrown out. Here we are with, it, but it's not going to be something that you don't know what you're doing. If you take the mark of the beast, you're going to take it to survive. Mm-hmm. You're going to, and you're going to know what it is. And you're going to know what it is. You know, but but it also said we we talked about what he says that this number he says everybody's really afraid like if they if they order a pizza <laughs> and the phone number has a six 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 oh forget it, I don't want that order or if you um if you go through listen to me <laughs> you're the six mm-hmm. man six is the number of man mm-hmm. you've already got the six if you've got more than three people in your family you got six six six, six. six. <laughs> I mean I'm not trying to freak you out but quit being so superstitious what this is yes, is man cubed. This is humanism on display. That's this what every earthly God. empire has God. ever been. He is not God, but he is. You, you talked to be about man. all mm-hmm. the great mm-hmm. kingdoms of the world mm-hmm. have been about humanism, mm-hmm. the height of humanism and human achievement and human accomplishment. And, look what and I this did. is human, human, look at human. Poor Alexander the Great, who said, "I can't conquer anymore because there's no more to conquer." This right? is well, what I'm began good. in Eden, mm-hmm. with Satan saying to her, "You can, you can be, be as like smart as God." God. Mm-hmm ends in the beast and the false prophet and the dragon saying if you will align with us and have your loyalty to us you'll never worry about anything again we'll take care of every need you ever had and 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 that's what i'm saying it's the culmination of that thought and that human beings can do it at one time i could i wouldn't even imagine somebody would even fall for that but as you think about our society, sure today, you fall for that. You would You're looking at your baby's hungry. Well, You're yes. looking at where am I going to live? Where am I going to take care of my family? Mm-hmm. You're going to say well, I've got to survive. And then don't forget all these right? things have already happened. Didn't we kind of now listen? COVID vaccine is not the mark of the beast. But didn't you kind of say when you had to make? Well, I have to do it because I got to provide for my family. Got to work. Mm-hmm. Got to right? get a shot. I've got to work. Mm-hmm. Not it is not it. But you hear what I'm but saying? You do, but you that thought of I've got to do what I got to do. Right. <clears throat> right. And then the ones who there's plenty who did get 
all that that still passed away. I, and I'm not but, saying any of that about, about that because that's not what we're talking about. But, but I'm saying that that idea of if I don't do this, I can't survive. But remember, too, don't that's forget. That's going to deceive a lot of people. Don't forget that in the book already we've seen seals open and mm -hmm. they had horrible things happen and Sure. Earth and water. But now I've got and, security. And now, you're going to take care of me. So, yeah. And yeah. do we, I, I don't know how to say this, so maybe I, I, maybe I shouldn't even say it, but do we, even now, without all of that, where do we look for our security? Right? Mm -hmm. are, are, are we preparing ourselves and our children to know, you know, yes, the world does this, but I'm We're standing with God. We're already making these decisions, not the big ones. We already think about this on a daily basis right now. How, who should make sure that I'm okay? Is mm -hmm. it the government? Is it me? Yeah. If my is employer is not happy with me, is, is it, that who, who? Who makes sure that I'm safe? Mm -hmm. Right? Right. Yes. Whose job is it to and, make sure that and, I'm safe? And where am I putting my confidence? Mm -hmm. where, do I, you know, and I know we have to, I know, I know all the arguments, but beneath all of that or above all of that, who are we trusting? You know, do you trust because you have money in the bank that you don't have to worry about anything? And oh, phew, I'm good. Please now. don't can... ever forget that whoever signs the checks makes the decisions. So yes. if you say, yes, I want the government to take care of these things for me, okay, you can make that decision. But that means that okay. all the ability to choose the options in your life, they also get to make mm -hmm. <laughs> because they're paying the check. And that, that is Remember, why governments offer things like that. Is for control. Uh, well, and and right. And that's we're not, worked in history. I'm not political. politicizing uh, that's right. anything. I'm not, being political I'm not telling either. you a party, or I'm not getting into any of that. But I'm saying when governments have point, said, "Here is this," and you take it, in this hand is your freedom. In this other hand is all the choices that you would be able to make for yourself taken away. You have to know that. And the fear <laughs> if that you study history, I can't you do it all by that. myself, right? Is a legitimate fear. I can't do that all by myself. It's I a need legitimate that fear. Help, but, but do not forsake the assembling of yourselves so together. together. Yes. <laughs> because that's where it's supposed to come and from. Put the it's, Lord that first, security right? is supposed to come from God. Seek ye the kingdom of heaven and first, the community and everything else is of added the church, to you. Right? right? These sentences mean something. We exchanged because the church let down and didn't do our job. That's what we, we did. We exchanged that. Do not forsake that the security unity that we have in Christ, right? For government control and authority, which because it was easier, let someone else do that. It's I don't have efficient. to worry about well, that. Well, it's not really efficient, but it feels efficient. Yeah, and it, and it feels more fair-minded and more open-minded, and, and that's more exactly what he builds on, right? Exactly. Because what if because right, we can't see Christ. Don't, right? so we can't. Don't see turn Jesus. off because you hear a political message. Because I don't have one. No, I don't either. What I'm but, <laughs> I don't but, have but one. But think about that. At this time that John's seeing this, you don't see Christ. You see the beast, right? You don't see Jesus. You're still kind of going by faith. You're, you don't see him. You There's see a famous the line from when I was a kid, like the very first election I was ever aware of. It's the economy, stupid. <laughs> right? Remember that line? <laughs> yes, I do. It's the economy, stupid. All these other things you're talking about, what do people care about? How, am I going to be able to eat? Mm -hmm. Do I get a pay raise? Right? Am I going to have... I, can I send my kids to school? We're, we've had disaster after disaster after disaster, and this beast is saying, I will take care of you. Mm -hmm. I'll solve it. I'm tired of fooling mm -hmm. with it. You take this mark and you Sounds be Sounds like a lamb. Uh -huh. But he but talks like a dragon. But he talks like a dragon. And he's right. got... And horns are authority. Mm -hmm. So he's got little... He's starting to get authority, right? Mm -hmm. he's, he's... he's Pretend authority. He's got pretend authority. I don't know. I, 
there's so much to say there's right a lot there, you know, and, and you're right. I mean, I've seen people I mean, who have... You may not see this guy, but you see this idea. All the time, every day if you're looking you for it. You see this idea. So how do we t- how do we prepare the church for... Of course, the church is gone, right? We've raptured the church out of here. I keep hopefully. going back to this, but this book is called The Revelation of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. You need to know who Jesus is. Mm-hmm. If you want to be prepared to know how to think and how to live, and how to provide for your family and what you should take a stand on and what you shouldn't. You have to know who Jesus is and you have to know what he's took a stand on. You have to know what he lived like. He he is our model. He is our first fruits mm-hmm. in all things. In mm-hmm. death and resurrection, he's the first fruit. He's our he is the one that we are we are his living ambassadors on earth and we're supposed to be living just the way that he does. So, I'm just um I don't think you need to focus terribly a lot on who the Antichrist is, because if you focus a lot on who Christ is, you won't have a problem. Do you know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. You're gonna you're gonna see through whether it is literally or whether it is just the spirit of the age and the spirit of the Antichrist that's around us and has been since mm-hmm. the beginning of the mm-hmm. church. You're gonna recognize. Oh wait a minute, that's not right. We didn't realize that's not right because this is what Jesus is. Here's what we didn't realize. I think as a church, we we kind of glibly went along with okay we got to go to church on sunday we got to go to church on so we got to read first our of all you don't go to church you are church and we got to dress a certain way <laughs> you and we've got the church assembly we got to take care of people when they pass away and people we, we kind of just we got very lazy in my generation we we got very judgmental we forgot to love people i mean i i, I had to repent myself someone um, showed up at church recently and my first thought was oh no and then that's like God swacks you upside the head and says what is wrong with you where mm-hmm. else do they need to be but right here where you can get them to me what are you thinking mm-hmm. and uh, or someone will say well I just don't even like that that person does no spirit about it well where do they need to be right here so we can get them closer to God so we can talk about the Bible show them the love of God hear good preaching that tells them about the, I mean what ha- what <laughs> happened to us as a generation is I think we just got lazy we got blessed we were comfortable we you know vacationed when we want to we did kind of what we want to and then I think that complacency has opened this door that now we've got 20% of our people who really know anything think the Bible's even true mm-hmm how terrible is that when God says over and over it's his word that's going to stand it's not going to pass away heaven and earth will pass away but his word is not going to pass away the Bible is the basis of western civilization it it is why America is the greatest country on the face of the earth it was taught in every university across the country and still is in most of the reputable universities because even if you don't believe God is who he says he is which what a foolish decision that would be it is the basis of our literature our Mm -hmm. art our philosophy our politics our everything around us it's like we and we have 20 percent who are even vaguely aware of the truths of the Bible or think that it is true. It doesn't say how much they understand or know about it. It says they believe it is true. You have 80% who don't even have a reference to this now. And and you want and you wonder why everything around you right now looks like people have lost their ever love in mind. Because they have it's because they have. They've lost their reference to what has made it great mm-hmm. and what has made it good. You know what and we what did? and what the basis was. You know what we did? We we stayed for the miracles. 
We right. came for the blessing. But you didn't come for Christ. But we didn't get we don't have we don't all have that relationship with him. We don't understand him. We I've heard people say, but I can't understand the Bible. It's too okay, but understand what you can understand and every time Keep you going. try going, you every more the more you do, the more you'll understand. And I've heard people say, I've heard this, I saw this on a sign, the more you miss church, the less you miss church, right? Mm -hmm. The more you read the, the Bible, the more you want to read the Bible. So God is not, you know, in and, I, and you see people signing out for all these lesser things, all these, you know, you know, that, and I'm not, I'm not judging people, but you'll make decisions between all these other things you're interested in and Christ. And if any of these things got, well, I can miss church. Not saying you can never miss church. You are church. I'm saying that do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together. <laughs> and right, as the day draweth nigh, I think somewhere, it's the end of that verse. As, or as, as we get closer to the end, especially, yeah. you need each other. And it says, and I've said that. It but, said the words of God, with words in Scripture, we're supposed to comfort one another when we see these crazy things I don't feel happen. like going to church tonight. Go to church tonight. Um, I'm too tired to go to church tonight. Go to church tonight. Mm -hmm. Right? Go, yeah, go help someone last. else. He can't be last in everything and be You'd a be priority. Because you can't be strong if you if you put him last in everything and they always say oh well you know you, you're you know things because you're in church all the time yeah probably because that's where that's where these things come together and you see the purpose of scripture and the reasoning behind scripture and you start to think like like the scripture tells you and shows you how to think how to be blessed what to do next how are these people what scares me about this beast is that the but that the antichrist is going to not he's not going to show up in a red suit with horns and a pitchfork he is going to be in personality and in whatever very appealing he will deceive them and and then what's here it comes say he will deceive helper. them there's there's his helper be, who's going to do the same thing he deceiveth them that dwell on earth like all of them almost and he will by do the means of those that, miracles he will do things that shouldn't make sense to be able to do but if they knew what scripture said they would understand what he's doing mm -hmm. but they aren't because they don't know so now let's look at the real lamb we may not get okay. very far, we but let's start with the real lamb. We've got lamb. 10 minutes now for the real lamb. Okay. Uh, we're just going to start for it. We, I give up on trying to get it. <laughs> we can't do a chapter a week now. Okay. It says, verse 14, it says, And I looked, this is John, and lo, a lamb stood on the Mount Zion, and with him a hundred and four thousand, having his father's name. So you're this little lamb down there, and you think you're something, but you're going to look at the top of Mount Zion, and there's going to be a lamb, and it's going to be the lamb. It is the lamb, and mm -hmm. with him are those who who had his mark in their forehead, so they could identify one another and stand strong for their faith and keep themselves pure from the ways of the, mm -hmm. the unholy Trinity during this time. And they're standing there, and what are they doing? I heard a voice from heaven as the voice of many waters and as the voice of a great thunder and i heard the voice of harpers harping with their harps <laughs> they're singing and they sung as it were they're a new singing. song before the throne that's how worried they are about they're that scared, little fake they? lamb they're on mount zion and they're singing praise and i thought what are they singing? Well, he won't tell us. And before because the, the four beasts, and, and look who they're, who they're singing to. Before the four beasts and the elders. And no man could learn that song. Not yet. But the hundred and forty-four, the hundred and forty and four thousand, which were redeemed from the earth. These are they. That's a special number too, by the mm -hmm. way. These are they which were not defiled with women, the for they are virgins. The church and the number of the... Of mm -hmm. the, of the 
tribes of Israel, and it's a special, special number of people. Is it exactly that number, literally, or is it that joining together into one that is promised in Christ through Isaiah and Jeremiah of these believers that are are Jewish and Gentile, mm-hmm. and they're standing there together on Mount Zion, and they're singing praises, and they are on earth. They're not in heaven because they're on literal Mount Zion, mm-hmm. looking down into this thing. And I thought, that is not the first time mm-hmm. God has defeated the enemy with just a song. No. Just pure out praise. And Just I thought praise. Th- we think of praise as the thing we got to get through sometimes to get to the preaching so I can go home. And we are idiots for thinking that we way because idiots. praise is the most powerful weapon you have. Do you know that when you are falling completely apart and the last thing you want to do is, tell God is praise something. or sing that if you will in obedience to God, not what you feel like, do it anyway. Praise Him in all things. It'll praise change Him. your situation in a heartbeat i was thinking romans it says it talks about abraham romans 420 i wrote this down it says he staggered not at the promise of god through unbelief but was strong in faith giving glory to god and if you read that in another translation it talks about it literally gives a king james version is best i love it mm-hmm. but but it gives like what in the old english you would have read that to mean a little bit better mm-hmm. his faith grew as he gave glory to God. Mm-hmm. He he grew in his faith. Think about the faith of Abraham. That's what we talk about, right? Mm-hmm. Because he glorified God, because he praised God. Judges 7, 18 through 21. Do you want to read that really quick, or are we completely out of time? No, no we're not. We can go. Go ahead. You want Judges to, 7. Find it? Yeah, you find it and Judges read it. Judges what? 18 through 21. Talks about Gideon. Oh. Mm-hmm. Talks about Gideon, and I want her to read that. And, and just... Here we have, if you remember, just to give you a little background about Gideon, is he had nobody against an army that looked like grasshoppers, right, Mm -hmm. with number, because Mm -hmm. they were everywhere. And God says to him, you you have too many. He whittles it down and whittles it down, to make a long story short, until he has about 300 men against an army that they can't even count. So you said Judges 18? Judges 7, 18 through 21. I I went to the wrong place. I was going to say, that's not the story we're looking for. (laughs) Judges 7. 18 through 21. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 18 through 21. Your Bible don't have that page? Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Bubble Lane, my Bible don't have that page. 18 through 21, and that's a reference to somebody who in Sunday, <laughs> Sunday school, school one morning said, my Bible don't have that book. Yeah. Okay, Judges 7, 18 through 21. When I blow with the trumpet, I and all that are with me, then blow ye the trumpets also on every side of the camp and say... The sword of the Lord and of Gideon. So Gideon and a hundred men that were with him came up came unto the outside of the camp in the beginning of the middle watch. And they had but newly set the watch. And they blew the trumpets and break the pitchers that were in their hands. And the three companies, 300, blew the trumpets and break the pitchers and held the lamps in their left hands and the trumpets in their right hands to blow withal. And they cried, The sword of the Lord and of Gideon. And they stood every man in his place round about the camp, and all the host ran and cried and fled. Mm-hmm. So it didn't take... They didn't any, fight. They didn't have to fight. They, they, they fought with praise. Mm-hmm. They fought by obeying God. The walls God. of Jericho. The, How did they I, I wrote that down. Joshua 6, 25. Oops. Joshua 6, verses 2 through 5. It looked like 25. I was getting excited. <laughs> And the Lord said unto Joshua, See, I have given into thine hand Jericho, and the king thereof, and the mighty men of valor. And ye shall come past the city, all ye men of war, and go round about the city once, 
Thus shalt thou do six days, and seven priests shall bear before the ark seven trumpets of ram's horns, and the seventh day ye shall compass the city seven times, and the priests shall blow with the trumpets. And it shall come to pass that when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when ye hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall shout with a great shout. He'll praise him. And the wall of the city shall fall down flat, and the people shall ascend up every man straight before him. Yeah, and, Jesus fights and it did. like that. He yeah, fights like that. When he walks. You know what the power is in, in praise, and what the power is in in those stories, and the power is in in Revelation? Who, God is. who Jesus Christ is. is. That's all Revelation When they stand about. with him on Mount Zion, recognizing he is the Son of God, he is the Lamb slain before the foundation of the world, mm-hmm. he is mm-hmm. and, and who he is. When That's where the power is. It's those who believe, John 1 1, mm-hmm. those, those who would believe. He gave them the power to become the sons and daughters of God. You want to know where the power is at? Christ and who he is and and praising him and giving him glory. It's the same place you're going to get power for your life and nowhere else. Mm -hmm. You're not going to get it from all these other things the world offers. You're going to get it from Christ alone. Mm -hmm. And you've got got to step out on faith to get it. He's not going to make you, Mm -hmm. right? He's not going to fix it so that you have to do that. Say it before you even feel it. it, You don't have to convince yourself, but sometimes you have to tell yourself Mm -hmm. that Christ is who he said he is. Help my unbelief. That's that's a verse. That's how they stand on Mount Zion. That's how you stand right now. These are they which were not defiled with women, for they are virgins. They are they which follow the Lamb, whithersoever he goes. These were redeemed from among men, being the first fruits unto God and to the Lamb, and in their mouth was found no guile, for they are without fault before the throne of God. How do I get to be without fault before the Only throne of the God? Only through the blood of Christ. Through the blood of Christ. Same way they did. Same they were way redeemed. They mm-hmm. What's it say? They were right. redeemed. Right. That's redeemed. how they got They were it. redeemed from among men. So yes. they, were, they were just men. Right. Redeemed. Mm-hmm. Praising God. And I love that. I do too. And I think I probably since we're like two minutes out left, I think that's a good place to stop. We will start next week in Revelation chapter 14 and we'll start at verse 6. And we'll probably start at verse 1 again. And we there will, you go. Because we like that. But, yeah. so I don't know, maybe it's just me, but as I think about this lesson tonight, I think about my generation of people in church. You know, we got to get after it. We can't, we've got to make sure we've got a good relationship. We've got to be setting a good example. We've got to be encouraging people to have that relationship and not depend on what you see and, and what you um, have happen around you. What does the Word of God say? That's where we need to put our trust and our trust in Christ and the redeeming and the saving power and the Holy Spirit that leads and guides all those things. We need to get back on track and quit being so lazy and quit being so ready to uh, be offended and to fuss. And where, how, if the church is going to gather together, how are we going to get us all toward Christ instead of trying to separate us? Like you said, that's Satan's number one job. He sows discord. He accuses the brethren. He loves that. So what do you say to someone who is now hearing this for the first time as a new Christian? A young person, maybe someone who just has been listening and thinking, no, wonder if they know what they're talking about. Symbolically, there's a lot of fake lambs. There's a lot of things that beg for your worship and your attention, your devotion. They make you feel guilty if you don't spend all your time thinking about it, doing it, and serving it. Whether, listen, there's a lot of false lambs, but there is one lamb 
slain, slain before the foundation of the world who stands on Mount Zion with those who don't give in to the nonsense and sings the victory song before he takes his throne before he's ever done and does what else. he's going to do mm-hmm. and 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 is the one that for all eternity will keep you safe in his hand don't fall for the lesser things don't don't worship the lesser things see through it and see who Jesus Christ really is the way he's revealed in his word he's the real thing he's not going to let you down you can count on him mm-hmm. can't say it any better we're taking the bible as what just believe in what it says keep us in your prayers uh, also keep your bibles open study we will join you again next week hopefully lord willing revelation chapter 14